Today on the Michelangelo Signorelli Show, we pass the mic. You know it's funny. Funny how time Oh my God, Jody Watley takes me back because it is still a thrill. And yes, yes. I can never get tired of that song. And as my next guest who is going to be joining me will attest to the fact that I can never get enough of that song. Am I right? Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm already, I'm like, I have it going in my mind and I hear it and I picture us on a dance floor in Austin, Texas. Oh my God. Ladies and gentlemen, this voice that you hear in the distance is one of my oldest and dearest friends in the entire world. This woman, let me tell you something. We grew up together in the hood, basically, of Galveston. Not really. We were kind of bougie, but we have to tell people that so that they feel sorrier for us when we try to apply for scholarships. Yes, all that sunshine and palm trees and... uh... Too much. It was so (laughs) devastating. How we survived it. It was terrible. Well, we did have some moments, but yes. But this woman, she and I, we were band geek. Oh, I was a band geek. She was a theater geek and choir girl. And since that time, (laughs) my darling, she has gone on to become very, very well educated. She is, uh, what is it, an adjunct professor or something like that? Well, yes, adjunct. I'll teach. Look, I'm a hired gun in education, basically, you know. She was always a smarty pants and she's still today a smarty pants. And I'm so glad to introduce you guys to one of my oldest friends, doctor, because I got to give her her PhD credit, Sonny. You see how they got mad at Joe Biden's wife, Jill Biden, calling her doctor. She earned that too, right? Exactly. Dr. Exactly. Dem- Dr. Demetria Rougeau-Shabazz. Hello, darling. How are you doing? <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Isn't this insane? <laughs> this is the most fun. I, you know, I, I love it because we are now getting to do, like we were, you think about what, us growing up as kids living in Texas and growing up in Galveston, especially, you know, this is Texas in the, <clears throat> in, in the 80s. <laughs> Like, they don't need to know the 70s, but the 70s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And we grew up at a time where, you know, here we are talking about Black History Month. And, you know, thank you, Michelangelo Signorelli, for passing the mic. But, you know, here we are at at, um, Black History Month. And you have to think about the fact that there is still crazy racist shit still happening. You know, when we were living in Texas, it was not that... I mean, we expected it to be that way, but I think we were very nestled in Galveston. Galveston was a very sheltered a little bit sheltered from the rest of the craziness that is Texas. But, you know, look at Texas today. I don't think we would have. Do you think we would have made it? Oh, wow. That's a that's a great question. Um, We might have made it, Keith. Mm-hmm. but we would have had to move permanently to Austin. Mm-hmm. Okay, and even Austin has changed, but we've had, we would have had to move permanently to Austin, right? right? Which that's the old joke. Like when people say, oh, if you're going to move to Texas, make sure you move to Austin. <laughs> well, and then, and then everyone is priced out of the neighborhoods now due to gentrification because everyone has taken that advice and moved to Austin. <laughs> so no, none of the people who actually were living there can live there anymore because they're priced out but yeah we we would have found a way because we are we come from peoples right Right. who are who were determined and who were tough 
-hmm. and we're going to make a way with no way. And I know right. you come from that with your right. family. And right. I know that I definitely have that. So yeah, we would have figured the shit out, <laughs> yes. but it would not have been cute. Mm -mm. We might have died from stress right. uh, earlier or whatever, oh. but we would have figured it out, Keith. Right. I have no doubt you and I would have figured <laughs> the shit out. <laughs> This is why I love Dr. Shabazz, who, if you are listening, you can follow her on Twitter at dshabazzworld. Is it at dshabazzworld? No, Twitter at dshabazzworld. Yes, right. thank you. Um, and, and I say this because, you know, she's not only one of my oldest and dearest friends, and we have this wonderful history, but she has, in the course of the time that she has been being, a, you know, working on her PhD and doing her doctor stuff and being all smart, she has taken a focus on media and she has used media as a way of looking at race, discussing race, having conversations about um, women and race, because, you know, one of the biggest things that she talks about in her, if you follow a lot of her work and readings, which you do, um, you are very concerned about the place of women and you also are very concerned about other BIPOCs, you know, Black, what is it, Black, um, Shit, I can't remember all Black the indigenous. Uh, yes, I couldn't remember the I. People <laughs> see, of color. People of color. It's like the damn LGBT. Yes. Thing. I think it's just too many letters. It's too many. Letters. It's too many letters for our brains, Keith. Yes. Exactly. But you are concerned about the the plights of women and of folks. Yes, of color. Folks of color. So tell me about this organization that you're with in Amherst. Most certainly. So um, right here in Amherst, this is an organization that came out of uh, the killing of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. And it is a multiracial organization. It is an organization that the main founders are my husband, who's mm -hmm. my my partner in all things good. I stopped saying partner in crime because people really might suspect us of well, some yeah. shit. Plus so, we're black. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so partner in all things good. And my my neighbors actually, uh, one's from Peru and a really good activist friend of mine who is non-binary, uh, LGBTQ, Jewish. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we came together because we saw a need to form an organization to try to spearhead and challenge really the, the white supremacist thinking yeah. that goes unchallenged in liberal white communities such as Amherst, Massachusetts. And I just have to call it out. The, 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 the role of government that is uh, instituted here, the, the, the education system. And it's, it's, again, these aren't like, you know, ill-meaning folks that consciously right. set out to, you know, I'm going to oppress everybody. Right. It's, it really has to do with a type of, of thinking ideology that they have not examined inside and then have not examined, you know, how does their structure and systems affect people of color and people left out of the conversation, the marginalized, right. the poor, the working poor, because poor people work. Poor so, people work. you know, 
we we set out to challenge that. And uh, there was a point within like this last election that had some real issues that we had to challenge and, and we came together across, you know, different organizations. Mm-hmm. Across um, the aisles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it has to do with also examining policing in our community. You know, they there's this whole conversation about policing within these small towns that mm-hmm. are like, well, we don't have problems like with like, what happened with George Floyd. We don't have problems like what would happen with Breonna, but you don't know if you're an incident away from right. some shit like that going down exactly. and affecting mainly people of color. And exactly. so we want to be a part of it. When I say we, the Racial Equity Task Force of Amherst and other organizations that have formed in different communities, they need to be a part of that conversation because your taxpayer dollars go to creating police forces. And, and most likely, as with all communities, the, the highest budget items for towns are education, mm-hmm. sometimes, but here <laughs> it is, it is education and policing. And so we're talking about a large amount of money that taxpayers are giving to their municipalities to pay for policing that doesn't necessarily serve them well. So one of the things, of course, we want that a lot of folks have called for are when you do a wellness check, for instance, don't send an armed uniformed police officer, send a trained social worker. That you has know? a police officer behind them. Well, and, and that if they have to call, down. exactly, because stuff might go down. Exactly. We don't, but- um, you know, so, and we have a lot of issues with homelessness, drug issues, and just, you know, psychological well-being and, and, and that type of things within this community because we are part of the five colleges. A lot of young people are here. So there, there are a lot of issues that paid social workers could come in and assist instead of calling on people who are going to come in with their police cars, you know, all of that are triggers for just mm-hmm. normal people walking around. I still get nervous. You got a, you know, police car behind me. Like it, I, I'm doing 30, well, you, know, you know, what's, what's happening. So, I mean, so think about, you know, how those are triggers for people who might be really in crisis and in need. So those are some of the things that we are pushing to change. Mm-hmm. Um, it has allowed uh, for the town, which our town is, is, fraught with bureaucracy to set up a, what they're calling a community safety group made up of residents, uh, mainly people of color. And they are now, um, they have a bid, which, which means they're asking for proposals for folks to get paid to come in and do some diversity training, uh, check in with the community, that type of thing. Now, it has its issues. But the people who were on that group are just amazing, dedicated people. And I so appreciate them taking the time to do that. Whereas in other surrounding communities fraught with less bureaucracy, Mm -hmm. uh, they've already set up these types of reviews for police these commissions. Uh, Amherst is just special. You can ask any resident and and you'll know that. So that's (laughs) exactly Amherst. You know, so... (laughs) 
but but again, this is a clear example of what I love the fact that I get to tell people about you first and foremost, because that's really great. And at the same time, I love uplifting this moment in terms of you as being one of the women out there that are trying to do something. I like I said, I love me some Stacey Abrams. I love me some Corey Bush, honey. That's my oh, girl. Yes. But you know, th- they're busy and they don't answer emails. So <laughs> So I go with what I know, which is someone like my friend, dear, dear, dear friend, Dimitri Rujo Shabazz, Dr. Shabazz, for those of you who are taking any of her classes. And at the same time, I hope that anyone who's listening can also recognize that this is how all of the big things like Stacey Abrams becomes. These are the moments that it happens and it happens in the grassroots area and you should know who those people are. So Demetria, first of all, thank you so much for doing this with me. This is, you know, this is a dream. I mean, think about us walking home from school, from Stephen F. Austin Middle School. You remember when, oh. with the dogs chasing I us said, through I the said, street? That's what came to my mind. Do you remember? Do you mean when we were chased by the we dogs? Dog. <laughs> so we too have understood the pain of our, our brothers in the civil rights oh, struggle. Because no. we too have been chased by several dogs no. in our upbringing. So the best part is, is that we have you know, this opportunity to share. And I'm so glad that I get to share this with with you, who is as one of my dearest and oldest friends, but also for the folks that have been a part of my life since our growing up, like, you know, the folks that are listening that I'm sure from my days and out with you, but this is an extra little window into my world as well. So thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Michelangelo Signorelli, and we will be back. Thank you.